0: to dig into today's episode with you. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the podcast. Yes, or welcome. If it's your first time, I'm happy you clicked on this episode. I have, I've been great. I'm not going to lie. Shit has been great. I've been resting. I've been slowing down. My body feels amazing. I've been losing weight and I've been eating good and hanging out with my children. Like just like someone asked me recently like what is rest? Uh actually it was a podcast I did with Amy Mcnee. And she's like what does rest mean to you? And I'm like it is me staring at my kids in the eyeballs. And my kids seeing me stare at them and me seeing them stare at me and just that second of presence. And it's been so beautiful. I have felt so present, so there. My phone is somewhere else. And yeah, I've got fucking millions of DMs. Not millions, but hundreds of DMs, like Instagram direct messages that I haven't responded to. But I can't have everything at once, you know? And I really want to have that deep connection with my family. I want to be present. I want to be there. And I've done the hard yards. I've built my business. I love my people. And people know that but I can't answer every fucking DM. I can't do every single thing for every single person. And maybe you feel me. Maybe that's you out there, like trying to do all the things for all the people. It's like, fuck, I can't. Cause then what about me? I can't do shit for me. So it's been really nice. It's been really nice. It's been challenging, but now I feel like I'm finding my flow in this world of looking after me and putting me first and, and, slowing down, so it's been really good, and I'm still not in a place where I'm going to tell you how to do it because I'm doing it, and I'm seeing it, and I'm chilling with the result of it, and I'm going to wait until I know some things that I can offer you in the space of slowing down, Um, but today I am talking about a very sexy topic, (laughs) overcoming a breakup, how do you overcome a breakup, how do you gain confidence back when you're moving through a breakup? right? Like I can't tell you how many women send me this question. Like I actually can't tell you. I get so many messages. And I recently was talking to a girlfriend of mine who was going through something similar. And I said, I never talk about this. And I realize I don't talk about it because I'm in a really happy relationship and I feel great, but it doesn't mean that you are. It doesn't mean my audience and my listeners are, and I have a lot of women who are single who want to find love in my programs. A lot of clients who are single and who've had really shitty relationships. And I think they were drawn to me because I too had shitty relationships and really bad self-worth issues. And I attracted, thank you, motorcycle. I attracted these, just terrible people into my life that I allowed to come into my world because of the lack of self-worth I already had. And so I want to do this episode for you out there, or if you have a girlfriend who you know is going through this and they need to hear this because we have to look at the way that we are dealing with ourselves. We have to look at how we are coping inside of a breakup and what that means for us. And I want to give you some tangible things. I want to give you some love and bitch slaps. I want to be the big sister maybe that you don't have, you know, to hook you up and remind you of your power and your strength and also let you know that sometimes shit is hard. And you need to move through hard shit and that you can move through hard shit and that sometimes it's the hardest it's going to be. And that's it. And today is the hardest day you're going to have. And then you got tomorrow. And it's like, what if the moment you were going through right now, if you were struggling and you're crying and you're like, I can't do this, that's the hardest it's going to be. It's going to get better. I want you to believe that it's going to get better. I want you to look forward to the days that get better and to break up because it's hard. And so one of the first things that I say to my clients and to the women that I speak to that go through this is remember why you broke up. Like remember why you ended that relationship. And that is, that is not about blame and shame other people. This is about radical responsibility for yourself more than anything, because something has happened where you have identified that you don't want to be in this relationship or this person doesn't want to be with you. And trust me, If you're not in the relationship, you don't need to be. How do I know? Because you're not. Trust what's going on. Trust what's happening. Look back at your relationship. I did a podcast for single ladies about red flags and potential. And I think one of the things that when we get into relationships, and this is more for relationships that are not good for us, like toxic or, you know, we're not fulfilled, we're not happy, but we stay anyway. You know, those relationships, I've been in them before. I'm sure you can resonate those relationships where we're not fully happy, we're not fully fulfilled, but we stay anyway. And there is a toxicity to that. Why are we staying in something where we are not happy and we are not fulfilled? Why are we in a relationship with someone out of fear? And so I think it's important that you look at where you came from in this relationship. Where did you come from? Did you come from a lack? Did you come from fear? Did you attract in lack and fear? Have you really done the work with yourself? Have you been in a fucking relationship with yourself? And that's a podcast I did. um, Date your motherfucking self or date yourself, I called it. But I should have called it motherfucking self. Have you done that? Because what you will find is that you attract people based off of your own beliefs already. You attract people based off of your own beliefs you have already. About yourself. So... I was in a relationship and I lacked self-worthiness. I felt like damaged goods and my partner was narcissistic and treated me like shit and didn't value me. But guess what? I didn't value me. I already didn't value me because if I did value me, I would have, I wouldn't have attracted and put up with someone treating me like that. There would have been no way in hell that I would have thought that that was okay. Like no way, like zero. But the fact that I did think that that was okay and that they were able to treat me that way and that I stayed in that relationship, like what's like what part of me allowed that? And I want you to ask yourself that if you're, if, if you're coming in from a toxic relationship, a breakup, something that wasn't good. And look, if it's a breakup, usually some shit happens. That's not good. And maybe you can't see that, but if you were to write it down and be neutral about it and try to look at it with, like, if you were watching a movie and it wasn't you, you were just watching a movie of this girl and this guy or this guy and this guy or this girl and this girl, right? Whatever relationship dynamic you were in, can you see it with neutral, non-emotional eyes for a second? Can you see that it was not going to work? Can you see that there were red flags? Can you see anything in that relationship? And so what I get my clients to do, have a look at it without you being you. And you start to really notice that there are shits, shit that you let go. There's shit that you said yesterday that you should have said no to. There are things that went wrong. You acted in a way that you shouldn't have acted. He acted in a way that he shouldn't have acted, right? And the whole thing crumbles for some reason. And now you're left without a relationship. And we want to mourn. And we should cry, mourn, be in grief, do what you need to do. And then when you have time to sit with yourself, unravel why you were in that relationship. What part of you made you go into that relationship? What part of you was trying to be expressed? What part of you has been unraveled? What part of you hasn't been healed? What part of you is in a lack? What part of you is in fear? What part of you is feeling not good enough? I can't speak to your specific relationship, but what I can say is in my relationships, I mourned it so bad because I honestly thought that there was going to be nothing better. I honestly thought like, I'm so lucky that I have a relationship. It's not that bad. It was horrible. Okay. But at the time I'm like, it's not that bad. It's only a little bad. Like what? If I had what I wanted and I had that, I would go, I would never take that. But I didn't have what I wanted and I didn't believe I could have it. Cause I didn't believe I was worthy. I didn't think I was good enough. I honestly didn't. I thought I was lucky to have what I had because he was successful, he had money, he'd come from a good family, and I was a piece of shit in my eyes. So hello, I need to work on my fucking self because the guy was not great. He was not great at all. I needed that experience, but it was horrible. And if I would have had my eyes open to how good I was, how worthy I was, how lucky he was to have a woman like me, then I would have realized that he's not it. And I would have walked away easily early on. That's the thing too. We'd be staying in these relationships too fucking long and then you stay and then the time is too long. And now because you got time, you got memories, you got comfortabilities, you can't walk out and it's harder. It doesn't feel harder because you love them more or because they were so amazing. It feels harder because it was longer. Okay. The shorter, the easier you could cut someone off, the better. Don't be staying in these shitty ass relationships for six years or five years or 17 months. Yeah. It's going to feel hard. Because now they know all about you. You know all about them. You spend a lot of time together. That's all. Don't get it twisted with love. Doesn't mean because you spent a lot of time together that that was the person of your dreams. If you were not truly happy at your core. If you didn't feel seen, heard, and validated. If you didn't have a good relationship. If you guys didn't communicate clearly. If you weren't able to grow and expand together. If you broke up for a reason. Trust that you broke up for a reason. And I would say don't spend any seconds worrying about him or her or how that was or what happened or what this that's drama for your mama don't spend any time there i would spend all the time with who was i and how did i attract that who have i been being what in me needs work what in me needs this what in me needs that because a lot of us go well he well he did this and he did that When if he could when he said that he needs to do this and he needs to do this i'm like you you need to you i i i when i i i put your name every time you say their name and see how that shit feels it hurts because the thing you wish they would do you also need to do Hey, 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 this is a little intermission from me to you. I just really quickly wanted to invite you to pretty please head over to thequeenofconfidence.com forward slash podcast if you are enjoying this podcast i would love for you to review it let me know what you think i love honest opinions it helps more women reach this podcast so pretty please head over to the queen forward slash podcast or go to apple itunes and leave me a beautiful little review i would love and appreciate it all right sister let's get back to the episode it is our responsibility When we get into relationships, what we are allowing and what we are attracting. And I am not trying to be harsh and be like, it's your fault. If you were married to a man who abused you, of course, it's not your fault. My love, it is not your fault, but it is your responsibility to see that and ask for help and do something to get yourself out of that. And if your, your example is not that extreme, you, you dated a guy who was an asshole or cheated on you or was a narcissist. I'm saying guy. Cause I'm married to a man. If you're talking about a woman, please replace it with woman. If it's a guy to guy, please replace it. I'm just saying me. Cause I'm using my example. Yeah. And it's like, if I dated that, I need to look and see what part of me attracted that guy. The guy I came to Australia for my friends met him in America before I came to Australia. They were like, Erica, no, he's not a nice guy. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's amazing. They're like, Erica, are you crazy? Like he, He's like not a nice guy. He's an asshole. And I'm like, he is not an asshole. You're just jealous. I was so blind. I was so blind. And my friends could clearly see what I was getting into. So, I'm sorry, what part of me blindfolded my motherfucking self so that I couldn't see that he was a douchebag? I, I don't know. What part of me? The part of me that needed to be seen? The part of me that was seeking to be validated? The part of me that felt broken and damaged? The part of me that didn't want to be lonely because my husband had just died. That's the part of me. So instead of me seeing that shattered part of me, it wasn't damaged. It was just shattered. It was just hurt. I didn't see the hurt part of me and work on the hurt part of me. I tried to fill the gaps with a man or fill the gaps with a relationship to validate me when really I should have been like, oh, there's a problem. I need to work on it. The problem is me. I need to work on me. Time for me. And I didn't do that. And guess what? Because I didn't do that. I dated another fucking person just like that guy until I looked in the mirror and was like, holy shit, the common denominator is me. I'm the one that keeps attracting these relationships. I'm the one that continues to be in the same pattern. And if this is you, you have to look in the mirror. It's you against you. You're the one stopping you. You're the one stopping you. It's a hard pill to swallow. But what if it was you? How much power does that give you? All the power, my love. How much? All of it. Every fucking ounce of power is back into your corner, is back into your hands. You now can take that and decide who you want to be, what you want to do, who you're going to become, what you're going to heal, what choices you're going to make, the life you're going to create for yourself. All the power is back into your hands. Uh, that's where I want my power. I don't want my power in the hands of someone else waiting on someone else to get their shit together, waiting on someone else to finally propose to me, waiting on someone else to see how valuable I am in the relationship, waiting on someone else to do the work, waiting and waiting while you wait, your life gets lost. And will they ever do the thing that you wish they would do? Maybe not. So what are you waiting for? You're waiting for someone else to do it. How about you do it for yourself? That's powerful. You do it for yourself. You become this person who cares and loves themselves for real, who works on themselves, who puts themselves first, who fills their own gaps. I fill myself up, not my husband. If tomorrow he did some shit I didn't like, bye. Peace out. I love him so much, but I don't need Hamish to be happy. I don't need anyone to make me happy. I make me happy. My job doesn't make me happy. I make me happy. Hamish doesn't fill me. My husband doesn't make me whole. I do. I do. It's over to me. It's all on me. And that is power. That is you want to talk about being an empowered woman? That's how you are an empowered woman. When it's all on you and it has nothing to do with your relationship, your partner, your ex, your future ex, your fucking husband, your your kids, anyone. This is a rant now. We on a rant, y'all. You at the rant with me. We are ranting. So yeah, you got a broken heart? Yeah, there's a breakup. Yeah, there's work to be done and there's tears to be cried. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying, oh, who cares? Just live on and do you boo. No, sometimes you need to cry for six days straight. Sometimes you drink the wine. Sometimes you eat the cake. Sometimes you do that. Sometimes you call your friends and cry for two, three weeks. But like Tony Robbins says, change happens in a moment. Change doesn't happen in six years. Change happens the second you go, I'm done. And I'm going to use the example of smoking a cigarette. You want to quit smoking. Is it easier? Is it easier to have from a pack a day to have a half a pack a day to then have three cigarettes a day to have one cigarette a day to have half a cigarette? Or is it easier to go? You know what? I'm fucking done. And you don't go buy cigarettes and you don't smoke them and you don't light them and you don't inhale, exhale. If we look at it logically, it's actually easier to not smoke. It's easier to go, I'm done smoking. I'm not buying a cigarette pack. I'm not driving to the store and buying it. No, but we want to like, we want to, we want to have drama. We want to go, I'm done smoking. I'm only going to smoke two. I'm going to smoke one. I'm going to hang out with friends who smoke. Why would you do that? That's torture. When you break up, you break up. That is it. We done. Goodbye. Phone gone. Exit. Delete. Control. Delete everything. And now let me get to my healing. Cause every second you fuck around with this back and forth, I call it ping pong. You playing ping pong. It's like you hit the ball. They hit the ball. You hit the ball, but you said this and I did that. And I'm like, why the fuck are we playing this game? Because I said, I want to be gone. Or you said, you don't want to be here and we're done. So why are we hitting the ball? Because we need drama because we need to play a game. We need to hit the racket back and forth. I say, don't even, don't even show up to the court. And consider the back and forth text messaging, the little sex here and there, the little back and forth bullshit, we broke up, we're back together again. That's so fucking dramatic. It is drama. It is ping pong to the extreme. It's a full on match. And I'm like, you won't even catch me at the court. You won't even catch me with a racket in my hand. Because that means I want to play with you. So pay attention to what what part of you is desiring that. When you're done, you're done. Trust that you're done for good reason. And instead of distracting yourself with that bullshit and the text messages and back and forth and telling yourself it's over, that's not over. That is drama. That's not over. Over is I stop smoking and I don't even look at cigarettes and, and I don't hang out with smokers and I don't do anything that's gonna trigger me to wanna smoke, which is get drink, drink alcohol. Or does that make sense? I'm using cigarettes as an example. I hope I'm not losing you in this. <laughs> You're like, is this about cigarette smoking? But maybe if you want to quit cigarettes, same shit, right? Like I think just make the decision. As Tony says, the decision happens in a second. You're like done. I'm done. Let's go. That's it. Let's start. I'm doing it. Boom. That second. And then after that second, what has to happen is momentum, action, consistency. So yeah, you could say you're done, but what are you doing? What does a person who is done do? What does a person who is all about building up a relationship with themselves do? They do not text back their ex. They do not sit there and cry for 14 days straight and keep bringing up the past. What does that person do? They commit. They call people. They make plans. They take boxing classes. They make. They go to the gym. They hang out with their girlfriends. They read books. They get a podcast. They get a fucking coach. They join a program. They go on a retreat. I don't know. They do shit that means they want to change who they want to be. They get to acting. And they stop talking about it. They get to doing. Does that make sense? And the more you do that, then the actual, you know, uh, decision you think you made is actually happening because now it's in motion. There's also something I want to give you that is so powerful and incredible. There's a company called We're Not Really Strangers on Instagram. I love them. I love her. She's amazing. I buy all her shit, like her shirts and her tops. She is the bomb. And they created these cards for a breakup. It's a breakup kit and there are cards in there and literally it's like having me or a coach like me in your pocket because these are questions I ask my clients. The power of having a coach, by the way, versus uh, another person, like uh, I'm not going to say just therapy, but other people. The power of having a coach is usually our questions. We're usually asking you questions to prompt you to think in a certain way. It's the power of NLP. It's the power of like, it's it's questions. And so this deck is a breakup kit. I've given it to friends before. I bought heaps of them so I could give them away. And you sit there with this notebook, this journal, a beautiful pen, and these cards. And these cards literally will prompt you with questions like, do you really need closure? Or do you just want to speak to them? Explain. And you sit there and you go, fuck, do I need closure? Or is that just bullshit? Do I just really want to talk to them and play fucking ping pong and feel validated and understand why they said this and why they left and why they did this and why drama, 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 past, past, drama, drama, past, past, past? Sorry, I thought you made a decision that you guys were finished. Because that sounds like you want to go back, dig up the past and talk shit and make it a problem. That sounds like you want to go hang out with cigarette smokers and go find all the butts on the floor and relight them. That's what that sounds like to me. You know what I'm saying? Like prompts, like a a fucking coach in your pocket. You got these cards and you look at them and you're like, "Ooh, nope. Stay in your lane. Nope. Back to track. That's the power of coaching. My friend is the power of your questions. That's all I do. My powerness is asking good questions. And then I never reply to someone's question because they think that's the question. And there's always a question behind the question. That's what a good coach knows how to do. Not answer your initial question. They go behind it hold on. Why are you asking that? What about this? What about this? What about this? Bam. Tony Robbins is next level masterful. That's what he does. I'm not going to say I'm as masterful as him because holy shit, he's masterful, but that's my juice is finding the bullshit behind your top level surface problem. You think you have, there's more, you go deeper into the layers. And so I recommend that deck to all my clients that are going through a breakup, especially if you can't get a coach. It's like a $25 deck. I think it's 25 bucks. And it's called, we're not really strangers. I'll pop it in the show notes. Cause it's really good. Next within that deck, or if you get a coach or in your, if you're in a program or you have a therapist, whatever floats your boat, start unraveling, start unraveling yourself. Start unraveling and asking and finding out why you did what you did, what that's going to do for you. You know what happened? What was the, what was the big lesson there? What was the big lesson there? And yeah, you're going to cry. You're going to be sad. And that's normal. Mourning is normal. You have to mourn and grieve a hundred percent. So don't be angry at yourself for crying. Don't judge yourself for crying. Let yourself cry. And when you feel comfortable, start asking yourself these questions, start unraveling the belief. There's a core belief that got you into a toxic relationship. There's a core belief that has you worried about being single. There's a core belief, a fear, a, a, something that you're worried about, something you're scared about. And if you could start unpacking and unraveling what that is, even if it's the wrong thing, air quotes, who cares if you don't know what it is, start writing, get that shit out of your head. You'll start seeing things, patterns, questions, thoughts about yourself, fears come out on paper. You're like, wow, was I even happy in that relationship? Did, did this person or did I do myself a favor or is there a chance to get back? I usually don't believe in getting back. I believe in in listening to your intuition. I believe in when I say no, it's no. I believe in why I do what I do. But sometimes maybe you say no and then the person comes back or you come back and you work on yourselves and you can have a relationship. Or maybe not. I would just question where the hope is coming from. Question what, what the desire is. Question why you left or why you guys broke up in the first place. And if you can find how it leads back to you and your lack, and it leads back to you and the way that you believe in yourself and what you think about yourself and how you can work on that, that's what I would do. I would spend all my time working on that. I wouldn't point the finger at them. Don't even look at them. Don't even think about them. Don't even go to them. Unravel it for you because again we point outwards as to how they did this and they did that honey you had a point in that relationship you had responsibility in that relationship as well because it takes two to tango and i'm not saying fully i'm not saying fault but i'm saying if there's an argument in my house it's not hamish's fault if there's an argument it's both of us because it takes two to argue it takes two because i have to argue or defend and he needs to argue and defend so it's never a one-way street relationships are not one way And so it'd be very valuable for you to find out what part you had in that relationship. How did you act in that relationship? What did you create in that relationship? Who did you become in that relationship? What part of you did you lose in that relationship? What's good about this breakup? What's working well now? Who have you become because of that? What positive lessons did you learn from that relationship and from who you were being? What healing has happened? What healing can happen? Oh, there's so much, there's so much good shit that comes from this. I'm that, I'm that coach that like when my client goes, I'm going through a divorce and my life is over. I'm like, Oh my God, that's so exciting. (laughs) I'm like, that's amazing. And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, that is amazing because I'm like. I thrive in crisis. I love crisis, like crisis, trauma. That's my, that's my world. And I'm like, I know that if some shit is hitting the fan, you are in an up level. You are in a quantum leap. You are in a next leveling of yourself. You can only go forward from being pulled so far back. You can only go far forward from being pulled so far back. And so I know I I get excited. I know the client's upset, but I know this is just a transition. And once they reach where they're going to reach, they'll go, oh my God, that was the best thing ever. I needed that experience. I mean, think about your life. When have you had a fucked up experience and it hasn't been the most incredible and transformative thing that's ever happened to you? Go ahead. Have a look in your head of all the times. Boom, 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 boom. I'm doing it while I'm telling you. I'm thinking about all the times where I thought my life was over and it was the most fucked up pain. And now I look back and go, that was my greatest moment. My back accident, my husband's death, my sexual abuse, when my mom took me away or my mom was taken away, right? Like when I was bullied at school, when I almost didn't graduate, when I had a miscarriage, like when I broke my back, when I couldn't walk, when so much. All the bad things, they were all my big moments. It is the reason I am who I am today. And I'm supposed to grow and evolve and be amazing without all that shit? No way. I needed that shit. So who will you become from this breakup, you know I hate the word breakup. It's it's a shit word. It's not a breakup. It's a rebuilding of self. Yeah, you had a breakup. Now you're rebuilding, right? When people say like I'm having a breakdown, I'm like breakthrough. You got to break down and break through. You got to break, you gotta break up to break through. You got to break up to rebuild who you are and what you're gonna do in your life, and how you're gonna attract new love. I've been preaching for too long. I got to let you go. But you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of topics in this that we need to talk about. Hit me up. Let me know how this works for you. If you have questions about this, please let me know. DM, hit me up. Hit me up on email. Email me. Let me know. I would love, love to talk more about this topic because I think it's something that so many of us are affected with. And just because I'm in a happy, beautiful relationship doesn't mean I can't go there. doesn't mean I don't remember mine. But there's definitely hope here. There is hope for you to learn many things. There is hope for you to heal this. And there is hope for you to find love. I love you. Have the most amazing week, my darling. My love, before you go, I really want to share... This incredible opportunity with you because if you're loving this podcast, then you will most likely love working with me for the next 12 months in the sisterhood. It's my year-long coaching experience and I have really good news because we have shifted and changed the pricing. There is a new offer for 2021 because I know how many people struggled in 2020 financially and I also know how much shit came up for us that we all need to be working on. So year-long coaching program, The Sisterhood, with me. You can join in person if you live in Melbourne or you want to fly to Melbourne six times a year. Or you can join online where I coach live for the 12 months. You have me as your coach. You can hit me with any problems or questions you have. We coach live for two hours a month. It is next level shit. The community is incredible. If you want to learn more, head to my website, thequeenofconfidence.com forward slash sisterhood s-i-s-t-a sisterhood i can't wait to welcome you thank you so much for listening i so appreciate your ears your time your energy and your attention please do me a favor and head over to apple itunes subscribe so that you don't miss an episode share this episode with the sister who you know needs to hear it And if you feel called to, leave me a review. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. I'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world. Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to. And I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey.